I'm Lexceptional, and welcome to the first episode of Yes, I'm a Christian. Hey! I go by Lexceptional. I have a YouTube channel called I'm Lexceptional. I have a website that you can visit um, at www.imlexceptional.com. I am... I guess you can call me a millennial, but I call myself a 90s baby, which I think are technically maloopaloops, millennials now. Um, And yeah, I'm from the Atlantis of Georgia's. I have a ton of experience in not being myself and a ton of experience in getting to know myself. Um, The past few years have been a challenge for me. Um but also like the biggest blessings in my entire life. I have grown in my faith and I guess it's time for me to share my story and my journey. Um, so I created Yes, I Am a Christian because yes, I am a Christian. And although it's a, a lot of people can't believe it, there's just a lot of things that I, I do or I like to do, or I like to experience or I, I might say and yeah, I'm a Christian. So um, just wanted to share those with you guys and kind of create this for us to, you know, share those same similarities. I was also looking for a Christian podcast that I could listen to that I liked that wasn't, you know, just like a sermon. And sermons are all nice and all, but sometimes you want to listen to something that possibly is funny, possibly is current, possibly just isn't a sermon and so that's kind of like what I wanted to do just sit back talk hear myself talk um and just kind of share what I'm going through share some things I like and dislike some things I don't agree with some things I do agree with and also bring on some guests some um, people in my life some people you may know some people you may not know and let's just discuss our journeys in this Christian life of ours um so yeah, this is the first episode. It's probably going to be real, real, real short. Um, yeah, I really don't know what else to say. <laughs> I plan, I played out the episode, but I think I really wanted to make this episode kind of my story. So for me, um, I have a difficult time kind of saying if I grew up in a church or if I didn't grow up in a church. I really don't know because like I kind of did, but like I kind of didn't. Like, my family, we have a family church. Um, I have a lot of aunts and uncles that attend the church and left the church, went back to the church. And our family kind of went to the church and didn't go to the church. We moved really far away from the church. And so we stopped going. It was a pretty traditional Baptist church. Um, Amazing place. Loved the music. Um, The pastor was pretty cool. And I went to church with all my cousins, it felt like. Like, everyone knew me. Everyone knew my family. So, yeah. And then, I I guess because we truly follow the faith of our families. So, because my families, early on for me, weren't as faith-based. Church was very inconsistent. It wasn't until I reached middle school when my dad gave his life to Christ and things kind of changed for us so we started to one we started to explore and find different churches in the church that fit us um and we finally found one in the church that we still attend and I think we started attending that church 
in February 08. So I was an eighth grader. And I loved it. Um, the music was different, and that was pretty much the only issue I had. I went from hearing um, gospel, black gospel music, to hearing um, Christian, white, rock, hipster type of music. Like, they redid... Um, was it Now Behold the Lamb? It was a song that they redid. And I, I was so excited. And then I was like, but this is not how we did it at my old church. Um, but eventually I adapted. I found a few songs that I like. And then I realized, oh, I kind of like this music for Sundays. Like, <laughs> I, I adjusted to it, but it wasn't it still the music still wasn't my cup of tea. But I could listen to it and adapt to it uh, when I was in church. So then attended church, attended small groups at church, um, became a member at our church. And then I went off to boarding school for high school. And so this is where my lack of <laughs> uh, like the church presence kind of steps in. So in boarding school, we had various church options. And there was even a wonderful woman that would come to our school and she would um, host like dinner nights and stuff with us where we would do activities and just celebrate the Lord and have open conversations. And it was open to those who were Christians and those who weren't Christians, those who just wanted to know more, just have the conversations that we were having. So I may have attended like two or three of those. I was such a bad person. She took me to her church. And it was very similar to the church I went to back home. Um, however, my friends weren't going to church, so I wasn't going to church. You know, you have to wake up early on a Sunday morning, and I just, I wasn't with it. And so that pretty much, every year, I probably went to church once or twice. Um, one year, I tried the Baptist church in town, and I was like, oh, this is now like the Baptist church from back home, you know, where the one my family owns. So I was like, can't come back here. And I kind of fell asleep during service. Like, I mean, knocked out, like slumped in the pew. And I was like, oh, can't do this. Um, I went to a Catholic church by accident um, because I was trying to go to that Baptist church and I got on the wrong bus. And yeah, that, that wasn't for me either. And you stand up and sit down a lot. And like there are hymnals and... Yeah, that, and I'm not Catholic, so that wasn't for me. And um, it kind of just, yeah, th three years passed by. And then my senior year came, and my church um, had the satellite campus. So we I was able to stream service um, online from my church that I attended when I was home. And so... I just never woke up to watch service. And then one day my dad was like, um, hey, watch service today. So I watched service and my dad was on stage rap. I think it was like the Easter at the Easter service. But I looked on there and he was on stage rapping. And I was like, oh, look at my daddy. All right now. Um, that was cool. But then I kind of started feeling like a bad Christian, you know, you call yourself a Christian. And I would have conversations with my friends about my faith and my beliefs. However, I, I wasn't truly practicing them. And so that just started to 
really uh, fill up my spirit, and I just felt like I was letting God down. And so the mornings I would get up, I would uh, put service on the, the streaming way so that I was, like, kind of still at home. It also gave me that feel of kind of being home because I was hearing, you know, my pastor speak, hearing the music I hear when I go to church at home. And so, and, and even in that, you know, you, you have four to five weeks in a month. I might have watched church two to three times. Um, but once I graduated and I came back home, I kind of stopped going to church, um, just because how I, like, I was moving around between my mom and my dad, and so, like, at my mom's house, we weren't going to church, and I was going with my dad, but I had a lot of stuff to do to get prepared for college, and so I, I, I didn't do a lot of church. Thankfully, um, when I did go off to college in New York City, in Queens, Southside Jamaica, um, I think it was like Northside Jamaica. It wasn't even like, well, whatever. I, I went to St. John's, and when I was there, my roommate, who is now one of my best friends, she came from a very strong family, um, a strong faith family. And her family, similar to my family, owned a church. And, you know, they went to church. They knew everyone in the church. Uh, the music was very similar to my family's church, um, except they were smaller than my family's church. And she was just telling me how her family's, her family knew a pastor whose church was very close to our um, school. And so she wanted to go and she asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, yeah. When I say day one we went to that church, I was sold. I loved Calvary because Calvary gave me the experience I had not had and since I was a little girl. It was a, but with the twist, because Queens and this part of Queens was so, like, diverse. And in, 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 like, ethnicities, this church was, like, a black church, but also had a Caribbean twist to it. When I say it was the best church ever and to go to church and I felt like home when I walked in the doors because it, it, it just felt right and so I then went to church almost every Sunday um we took a, a shuttle bus and I heard the music I learned um a song and and it was at this church that I truly started growing in my faith um kind of to rewind for a little bit I didn't pray much um, when I was in high school or, or before that, I would occasionally say my, you know, prayers at night, but it wasn't until my, the end of my junior year where I started to begin to pray a lot. I don't like scary movies and I saw a scary movie with my friends and I, I remember like saying a prayer like, dear Lord, please don't let me have any nightmares tonight. Like ain't nobody got time for this. Um, and I just remember going to sleep and I had no nightmares. And like that whole semester, I didn't have nightmares. And so I, I was praying because of that. And so then my senior year, I started to expand my prayers and really get involved in praying every night, making sure I prayed every night, um, asking for forgiveness, but understanding the words that I was praying to him. So that kind of really did start my journey to becoming, a, to me, a better Christian. So then when I started going to church here in Queens, fast forward to Queens, um, I learned songs and I learned scripture and I learned 
things that will help me when I felt down. And for some reason, while I was at St. John's, I went through like a depression phase and I didn't know why. I didn't know why I was sad. I didn't know why I would randomly cry. I didn't know why certain people's certain actions would bother me. And I I remember um, one of the songs that they sang in the church. It's a G. Wait, <laughs> the Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you. The Jesus in me loves the Jesus in you so easy. So easy to love. Excuse me, I can't sing. However, that song truly changed my life. Every time I got upset, I began to sing that song. Every time I felt angry and wanted to hit somebody, wanted to fight, cuz I started to sing that song. And that song, it, it shaped my attitude. And then it shaped my prayers even further. It shaped the conversations I had with people. It shaped the music that I listened to. It shaped, it shaped who I was because I truly learned that one, we're supposed to love people no matter what. If, if Jesus can do it, we can do it too. There are flaws in every single person. And some people, we some we only see some people's flaws versus their virtues and their, the great things that are about them. But we just still have to love them. Sometimes you have to love people at a distance and just say, hey, boo, you need to do you and I'm going to love you from afar. And that's okay. But... It's, you know, we're not supposed to hate. We're not supposed to have hatred in our hearts and things like that. And so I learned that during this time. Um, and it was just an amazing experience. And like I said, I was depressed for a while. So after my first year, I came back home um, and a family situation took place that really beat me down. It was very difficult to to kind of maneuver through. I didn't know what to do. Um, but while I was at St. John's, every time I listened to Pandora, and I mean every single time I listened to Pandora, and I mean I would listen to Escape Radio. That's how you know I'm from Atlanta. Tamia, Beyonce, um, Trinidad James Radio randomly, a Travis Porter Radio. There were three songs that always came on. And they had nothing to do with the genres or the artists I, I was listening to at the time. Um, one song was actually by Tamia's, and it's called Because of You, I think. Oh, why can't I remember? Yes, I think it's called Because of You. Um, the other song is by Kirk Franklin, and the other one is by... And I can't remember the names. I know one is More Than I Can Bear. Um, and the other one is Smoky Norfield. Smoky Norfolk. Excuse me on names. I'm terrible with names. And I can't think of the names of these songs either. But these same three songs kept coming on and on and on. I think I'm out of this, this period that I went through now. So that's why I can't remember them. But every time they came on, I just remember like crying sometimes and this is in that depression stage and I didn't know why it was happening so the day after um this family situation took place I remember driving to the bank and I was listening to music on my phone on shuffle and back to back to back those three songs came on and they hit me in my gut because at that moment I knew exactly why I was listening to those songs I knew exactly what God 
was preparing me for and I knew exactly what he was telling me that I needed to do. He was telling me that I was going to get what through whatever this was and yes, it is going to hurt and yes, it is going to get worse, but I can make it through. And at that point, I told myself, Lex, <laughs> you will have a testimony and a blessing when all of this is over. And I kept Every time things got worse, I would cry. I would talk to my dad. I would talk to my aunt. Like, just talk to someone to kind of help me with the whatever I was going through. And then I would have to go back and remind myself, I will have a testimony and a blessing at the end of all of this. Throughout this whole process, I'm becoming closer and closer to God. And I'm finding that there are so many people that are Christians and that know his word and that are willing and wanting to share their word with me. And, and it was truly an amazing sight to see people who I hadn't talked to in years were reaching out to me, people who I knew I got to know all through Christ. And it, it was just beautiful and amazing to see people coming to support me and people who were distant from me coming back to say, baby girl is going to be okay. Baby girl, God has your back. And to not only hear that, but to feel that and to feel that God truly had me. My faith grew even more, and, and now I just, oh, I have chills. Like, I have, I, I am still growing in my faith. I'm still becoming closer to God. Um, I'm able to share more of my story. For a while, I, I was afraid to tell my story to people, and even tell people I, I was a Christian unless they knew me. And now it was like, yeah, I'm a Christian. <laughs> yes, my OG up above is the best thing that has ever happened to me. He blesses me every day. I'm thankful for my trials and my tribulations. I praise him with, oh, just all the love and the soul that's in my body. Like, he is my everything. He is my father, and I'm grateful and thankful. I I can say those things, and I can embrace those things, and I can have conversations, and I can invite people to church. And, and that's the beauty in my faith story that I didn't know that I was going to receive. I, I didn't know that I was going to get to this place. And, and I feel like in a world where so many people are lost, we miss out on, on God. We miss out on the blessings and we, we ignore that we have him watching over us and we can't be selfish in how we get places. I went to boarding school on a scholarship. I have people who have told me I did all the work. I didn't. I didn't get me to the place to introduce me to boarding school or the, the people who had those conversations. I didn't, I didn't know about the school that I was attending. I didn't know that I was going to grow and become the person that I am today because of the high school I went to. I just knew I wanted to go to boarding school after a conversation I had with the principal of my brand new school when I went to middle school. And, and, I had no idea that all of this was going to unfold. I had dreams of living in New York. I didn't know I was going to college in New York. My biggest dream, what the, the job that I have now is amazing. I've always wanted to go back to my middle school and teach students about the opportunities that are out in the world. And there are so many opportunities. And when I say I thought that wasn't going to happen until I was 30, 40 years old, excuse me, graduated, from college, um, well into my career, and just, just needed something to do and maybe a fallback plan. 
with all this was going on with my family situation and, and personally and, and dealings inside of me, when I had to come back from St. John's, that the end of that semester, when I had to leave St. John's, um, my dad pushed me to call my advisor from my middle school, uh, Kip through college, and tell her what was going on. I told her, she told me to call the director, and the director told me about this internship that someone stopped showing up to two days prior to my phone call. That is divine. I got the internship that she said, when can you start? And I was like, today, like, when do you need me? She told me to come in the following Tuesday. I came in and I got the internship. That internship turned into a job. She created a job for me. And that job, I was an administrative assistant for Kip through college. And then that job did that for a year. And then that job turned into what I do now. I'm now an advisor where I go in to middle schools and I teach eighth graders about the opportunities in the world. That is not something I set up. That is not something that I, I set out to do. I needed help and I was faithful and I prayed to my OG up above and he said, baby girl, I got you. And homeboy, had, I'm so grateful and so thankful. And it, it, that type of story, is that's my story. That me telling my story, it, it's beyond just telling other people that are listening. But it's me listening and hearing what I've gone through and how my OG up above has helped me. When I came back to Atlanta, I had to transfer schools. That was a mess in itself as well. And we might save that for a different day. That process was strenuous. It still gets on my nerve. I'm still in college and, and I'm just faithful because every time I feel like it's not going to work out, I'm reminded and I'm told, I got you. And when I understand that and I accept that and I just give my worries to God, he truly does have me and everything works out. And I don't think I can say it enough. I am thankful and I am grateful. And I wanted to create this platform of, yes, I'm a Christian, to share my story because, yes, I am a Christian. I am thankful for the life that I have. I am thankful for my blessings. I am thankful for my trials and my tribulations. And I am no longer afraid to share my story. I'm no longer afraid to share my faith. And I'm no longer afraid to like the things that I like. I like Drake, some of Drake. I like Drake's non-mainstream music. I love Beyonce, but yes, I'm a Christian. I love to shop, <laughs> and yes, I'm a Christian. I have lied, I have sinned, and yes, I am a Christian. I am forgiven of my sins when I repent and ask my OG up above for forgiveness. I am loved no matter what I do that's wrong. I can go to him and have conversations. I'm just truly thankful to have. And so with this podcast, Yes, I'm a Christian, we will discuss and discover more about ourselves, more about other people and their faith stories, um, and, and just talk about life. I'm a dreamer and I'm a Christian. I have so many dreams that I will accomplish. <laughs> and yes, I'm a Christian. And because I'm a Christian, because I have faith 
and what God has done, can do, and will do for me, I know that my dreams and my goals will be accomplished. So I think I'm going to wrap that up, wrap this up. <laughs> um, every, every, every episode, we're going to end on a holy note. And for today's holy note, it will come from Isaiah 58, um, verse 11. And it says, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. And that's um, Isaiah 58, 11 and 12. Um, and I wanted to end with that because I got that word a few days ago and at 2.39 in the morning. And it was um, well received by me um it was also needed I really needed that word and it was this word that pushed me to do this podcast also a few other projects that I'm working on um sometimes you feel afraid to to step out on faith but it's that step out on faith that's going to truly help and save you from whatever you're you're going through and it truly will answer the prayers that you've been praying um for a while or you know, anything that you're seeking. And I wanted to share that all with you. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this show. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you. If you would like to, follow me on Instagram at I am exceptional, Twitter at I am exceptional. You can like my page and interact with me on Facebook at I am exceptional, And visit I'mExceptional.com so that, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. If you have any stories, any um, questions, or any ideas that you think that we should talk about on this show, any people that you would like to hear from, you know, that would like to talk to me, or if you yourself would like to come on the show and you live in the Atlanta area, we can definitely meet up and do an episode. I would love that. Um, but please reach out to me and email me at info at IamLexceptional.com. Again, that is info at IamLexceptional.com. And Lexceptional is spelled L-E-X-C-E-P-T-I-O-N-A-L. Thank you so much and have a blessed day. <laughs>